Enjoy the convenience of seven days a week banking and extended hours with Cube from First Arkansas Bank and Trust. Member FDIC. Use as directed. the Eat My Catfish Studios, it's time for Arkansas's number one caller-driven sports show. It's Drive Time Time Sports Sports on the Buzz Radio Network with your hosts, Randy Rainwater and Rick Schaefer. Lock it in and get ready to dial us up. Drive Time Sports is on the air. Hour number two at Drive Time Sports and the Buzz Radio Network. Rick Schaefer standing by in Northwest Arkansas. I'm Randy Rainwater from the capital city. And now, Trey Biddy is brought to you by Chris Crane Hyundai, Arkansas's number one Hyundai dealer, and Genesis of Conway, Arkansas's only Genesis dealer. Genesis of Conway, the future of luxury today. Now, here's Trey Biddy. Hey, Trey. Hey, guys. Uh, the uh, ink is barely dry. That is concerning the expanded playoffs. Right now, it's the 5 plus 7 model. Now, there's discussions to expand it to a 14-team playoff by 2026. Why not go 16? Why not go 32? I mean, why waste time just going to 14? Yeah, I guess I don't know. I mean, how would that work with the with the buys and everything? But they would do it uh, just like the NFL. Just like it the was. NFL, it the was first, apparently right two. though that they um, that they uh, just take conference champs, right? Like we were talking about the other day. Yeah, they're taking yeah, five the five conference highest. Champs, yes, but but here's what's at play, and it just makes you sick again. The SEC and the Big Ten want to make sure they have maximum teams in there. So they don't think they're going to get maximum in at 12, so they have to have 14. That, those are the two leagues that are pushing for this. They haven't even played a playoff with 12 teams yet. Correct. They we don't even know mm-hmm. what it's like yet. But, Trey, tra- to your answer, to your question, the NFL has a 14-team playoff. Yeah. And the fir- only the first two Just top two get by. It's not the top four. Yeah. yeah. So you get more more games. Well, who's going to pay for it? Well, ESPN has to pay for it. Who eventually pays for it? Consumers pay for it. It, it's just, can we not play the 12 team first and see how it works? I agree. I mean, there's there's not 14 national championship caliber teams every year. No, there's not 12. No, <laughs> but uh, there's not eight. Yeah, there's not eight either. Usually there's four or five. Yeah, maybe. Uh, and usually one of those is kind of a, a long shot, you know. Um, but yeah, uh, I agree. I mean, I, I think. Probably eight teams is probably the right number, but um, you know we've got this twelve deal now, so you can't put it back in the bottle. But to me, eight teams makes a lot more sense than anything that they're doing. But four was if right. they're talking about fourteen now, they're going to move it to fourteen. Should have been should have stayed four. This is the first year that a fifteen could make a a real strong argument, <clears throat> but. We didn't make that decision. They did, and we'll see what happens. But let's at least see how 12 works without saying let's expand it again. Have you ever looked at the national champions from the FCS? Year by year? Which is like North Dakota State, South Dakota State. Is that what you're talking about? Well, Josh Pate had a good point, and it's just it's the same teams every year. It hasn't. They have a yeah. bigger playoff, you know, than, mm-hmm. than yeah. the four-team, but it's right. still – it's still the same squads <laughs> like every year that that end up winning it. So not a lot of parity. <laughs> St- even still, well, South Dakota State, North Dakota State, basically. Yeah. James Madison, Sam Houston. Yeah. Yeah. Nobody else has won it since 2010 when Eastern Washington won it. Really? Aside from wow. those teams. Uh-huh. Didn't know that. Wow. 
Hmm. Well, is it North Dakota? I think they've been the dominant team. South Dakota State won the last two. North Dakota State had won most of the last um, several before that. Right. Sam Houston and James Madison are the others. But mainly it's North Dakota State and South Dakota State Yeah, every year. <laughs> Isn't that crazy? Appalachian State had a nice run for a while, too, before they left and went uh, FBS. In the Sun Belt now, yeah. Which is going to be interesting once they go to the 14. How are they going to divvy out? Uh, understand Rick's point. You'll take the two top conferences, and that begins uh, one and two. They'll get the buys, but then how does it fall from there? Do you go three versus 14 and that kind of structure? Will they do it that way? And No, uh, you get four buys, right? Are you talking about if they go to 14? Yeah, they go to 14. They would just do the two buys then, yeah. Yeah. Uh, I guess, but I mean, if you've clearly identified these two teams as being so much better than everybody else, that <laughs> they right. need to buy. <laughs> That's right. <laughs> what are we really doing? But anyway, welcome to yeah. the party, right? Yeah. But then again, once they go to sixteen, then nobody's going to get a buy, and and that's going to happen. Yeah. You know, it's going to. That's happen. what I say. Why yeah. why go fourteen? Why not go sixteen? Because the Big Ten champion and the SEC champion are the likely two teams to be. The they want the buys. To get the buys, you know? the first but that's a, in football even more than any other sport. I've got to imagine in football that's a bigger deal than any other sport because injuries are so prevalent and playing an extra game just you know gives you that more 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 bumps and bruises gives you one more opportunity to get your quarterback or a key player dinged up. Um, it's a it's a huge deal to get a buy in my opinion in football. So, but yeah, I'm interested to see how it plays out too because we're talking about expanding something that hasn't even been played yet. How crazy. <laughs> All right, Trey, the, the other notable item today, finally, EA Sports mm-hmm. has finally gotten around. They finalized its name, image, and likeness plan. And beginning today, players can get, they can opt in whether or not they want to be part of the fund. Uh, they'll get $600, $600, plus a copy of the game that's typically valued at $70. Mm-hmm. Well, if you were Arch Manning, are you good on 600 bucks, Or do you feel like you're worth well, a little bit more? Well, Can, it's, can they the make the game? Would Texas game. fans be happy without Arch Manning on their roster? <laughs> Well, if they got the guy that started last year, yes, because he's going to start yeah, well, again. What if Quinn Ewers said, um, "Nah, I need more than six. I need more than 600. I, I, I'm, I'm curious to see how that play out because it, it is a, just kind of a blanket six hundred dollars for eleven thousand football players, which is six point six million dollars. So they got to sell a lot of games. Yeah, well, they, they will. Yeah. There will be people that buy PlayStations just and Xboxes just for. The college football game, so wow. they, there's no problem there. The game could stink, and there's still going to be people that buy it. I mean, to me, it's also a good tool. I, I feel like maybe this is a legitimate business expense for me now <laughs> because it is a good tool to um, get to your to familiarize yourself with with all the players and you know what people, you know who's who on what roster because you're going to play the game. You're just going to get familiar with that kind of stuff. So. Uh, I feel like it's a legitimate business expense for, to buy a PlayStation 5 now if you're in my business. <laughs> Write it off, Trey. Write it off. Yep. Uh, I thought the other... <clears throat> pardon me. Uh, Danny had this story today, and that was concerning... In fact, I'll just read you the headline. I'm sure you're familiar with it. Mateos Hogs Attracting Impressive List of O-Line Visitors. Yes. Um, obviously, we're in the middle of the dead period now. The quiet period is going to open up here soon. So there is, Danny's got a, probably, what would you say on there, 15 names yeah. of, uh, of of different offensive linemen. And, you know, he's Danny's kind of done a good job of breaking things down of, like, you know, the offers that have gone out on the offensive line and, um, you know, all that stuff because it's all, it's all new with an offensive line coach. But, uh, yeah, he's got a nice list of – of visitors that are coming in, including several guys from inside the state, um, like um, 
Let's see, Carius Kern, obviously, who we don't know if he's an offensive lineman or a defensive lineman. I, I like him equally either way. I think he could be really good either way. Um, Troy Pless is another guy that he's talked about quite a bit uh, lately, a class of 2026 guy that was offered by Mateos in Arkansas out of Shoemaker, Texas. And, um, yeah, just uh, a good number of uh, of good-looking prospects um, coming in. Uh Jack Lange would probably be a coup for Arkansas if they were able to get him. He really likes Arkansas, uh, but he is from Missouri, and he is number 116 overall prospect in the country. So that would that would take a battle, obviously. He doesn't have Arkansas right now among his top schools, but um, he is looking like he's going to visit. So there's a lot of prospects on there that are that are very well regarded, have a really nice offer list. If they're 2026 and if they're 2025, most of them are – are ranked pretty well. Trey, has there been any update on, and this is not someone who would be on this particular list, but the the center for SMU. Has there been any yeah. updates on him? I, I felt like that was something that should have already happened somewhere by now. Well, it so he got admitted to the transfer portal um, during the dead period, so it wasn't like he could just come and visit. Um, is there something to do with him? I guess him since he was he is going to be since he is on track to graduate in May, then uh, he is allowed to enter the portal as a graduate because graduates can enter any time they want. So mm-hmm. I did not I was not aware of that until I don't I don't think he was aware of that because when he initially announced that he would um, be entering the portal, uh, he said he would be doing it in, in April. So um, when I talked to him, he was. I guess kind of surprised I was too, but there's no opportunity for him to visit right now because it's in the middle of a dead period. The quiet period begins on March 5th, and so what he said is he wants to visit Arkansas not during spring break, but in mid-March sometimes. Sometime. Well, spring break starts, let's see, their last day of practice is the 14th by my count, how I, I think it's going to play out. So... Um, yeah, Ides of March isn't really a great time to visit because he wants to come up when they're practicing. So I got to think that it's probably going to be maybe that week, um, you know, sometime before, right before the 14th, when he'll probably visit. The, they have a, a three-year starter, also an offensive tackle that that just entered the portal earlier this week, also at SMU. So maybe that's a guy to keep an eye on as well. Hmm. Uh, so I'm guessing with. This being a May graduate, when does the first session of summer school start? you know that off the top of your head? Uh, no, but I can find it in two seconds. University of Arkansas, spring, or, yeah, spring 2024 calendar. Let's see. So, classes begin May 28th. May 28th, okay. Yep. Yep, that's the uh, that's the first that's the ten week session. So May twenty eighth, and then they also yeah May twenty eighth for the five week session, and then July fourth for another five week session. So there's plenty of time. Yeah, I mean you, you'd like to get on campus are, as quickly as possible. I'm sure. Oh, absolutely. Yeah, last day of classes is May twenty third. Final exams is May twenty fourth at the university. Okay. No, that's not right. That's summer. Yeah, never mind. That's uh, that's intercession. So I, I was about to say that sounds really late. So that's the uh, like where you just like hammer down and you take ten straight class, ten, ten days of classes for like however many hours. So that's the intercession. The final exams are May sixth through tenth, which makes a lot more sense. So May sixth through tenth is uh, when final exams end at the University of Arkansas. So um, you've got a few weeks almost before um, summer school starts. But like you're talking about right now, you're talking about Cross Johnson, you're talking about uh, Wyatt Simmons, uh, Bradley Shaw, those three haven't enrolled early, and then whoever else they get from the transfer portal. Well, now we've talked about this. 80, 82 seems to be the magic number right now. Yes. Would that still depend upon, I say still depend upon, you said there was another offensive lineman that's going to hit the transfer portal uh, from SMU. So would you go after both of them? That if you got I both, you need that puts you at eighty-four. 
I think you need two offensive linemen. Uh, I think I've got them at 14 right now. I just I know that they obviously were targeting, trying to get to before uh, you know the first window. Um, you know, before the dead period, I guess, started, before signing day and all that stuff they were trying to get to and, and weren't able to, uh, in addition to the three that they already have on board. So, yeah, I fully expect I fully expect that. I mean, they've got 14 on scholarship. 15, to me, is bare minimum that you should have on scholarship on the offensive line, especially in the portal age when it's you can go out and, and fill that number. 15 to 17, to me, is the number that you want on the offensive line. I really think 17. I mean, that gives you a three deep. It gives you an extra offensive guard slash center. It gives you an extra tackle. So, yes, I think two would be definitely warranted. And, yeah, that would get you up to 84. Still need one defensive tackle at least. Maybe a defensive end. We still don't have an answer on Jashad Stewart. Last update we've got is uh, suspended indefinitely. Um, I've heard some people have told me he won't be back. Um, some people have told me he will. So the fact that he's suspended indefinitely means that he's still part of the team because he's suspended. Otherwise, he just wouldn't be on the team. Um, but they, without question, need another defensive tackle and maybe two of those. And they need another veteran linebacker. So I would expect to see more movement with the current players on the roster and them address those needs. One linebacker, two more defensive linemen at least, and two more offensive linemen. That would put them at 87 if they did that. So uh, we saw one player leave Landon Rogers last spring. Um, I would expect to see a couple few move on this spring. And, Trey, I think you need to put another post apparently on Twitter and uh, say my source is telling me that Quincy McAdoo is going to take the uh, medical red shirt. See if you get an update on Quincy that way. Yeah. <laughs> well, I, I feel like I've got a pretty good source on that. I mean, I wouldn't just put that out, right? Sure. Yeah. So I feel pretty good about that. But Quincy, yeah, Quincy didn't, I don't know if he objected, but he, he put something out like, uh, you know, counting me out before the I wouldn't count Quincy out. I'm just I'm just saying what's what I'm being told if that's that's the road that we're headed down. Well, you don't want to sound cold blooded, but you've got that's a scholarship. And if he goes medical hardship, he still has a scholarship but he just can't play. Right. <clears throat> he, now he could play if somewhere down the road and things got healthy you know, he got healthy then, you know, he could transfer and play. But um I mean, Quincy was a really good player. He, oh, absolutely. I think people were really encouraged by him his freshman year, and it's just it's just a really unfortunate situation um, the way that played out. But, um, you know, for him to come in as a wide receiver and basically, I mean, it, it also showed you, like, how bad Arkansas secondary was that, uh, you know, nobody could beat out a guy that, you know, moved to defensive back from wide receiver midseason and, and was a true freshman and ended up starting. It, it, a, shows you how good Quincy McAdoo was, and B, showed you how bad Arkansas secondary was. And, you know, a lot of people were freaking out when so many of the defensive backs were leaving year before last <laughs> to enter the transfer portal. And I'm just like, well, I mean, they couldn't play. They weren't playing. Right, so. right. Um, you know, what's the big deal? But, uh, yeah, the whole deal is unfortunate with Quincy. And, um, you know, hope things work out for him. Uh, Trey, this from our live and feedback. Dennis says, EA Sports, they can't get the faces right concerning KJ. Looks like he wants to steal your soul. I never heard <laughs> what an expression, steal your soul. How's he seen that already? I don't know. Yeah. Is the game already... Available no, for purchase? out yet. No. It's yeah. not. Okay. No. Randy, if the, va- if the game were available for pur- purchase, purchase, I'd be like, uh, hey, I'm sick this week. <laughs> <laughs> Sound like HB with the start of the uh, NBA season. Yeah. <laughs> uh, this from our Southern Structural Solutions Buzz text line. Uh, this from the 501. Kyle Ferris, or is it Ferry? Uh, from Searcy, signed up with EA Sports today. He is the young man from Harding Academy who is the freshman kicker this year for Mississippi State. And apparently he has signed up already with EA Sports. 11,000 could have jumped on board today. 
I thought it's kind of interesting, Trey, as you as you read that story, is that uh, as long as they are on a roster, mm-hmm. uh, it will continue to pay them the six hundred bucks. I guess they get a free game again every yeah, year. Free game. And free games got to be uh, free games anywhere from sixty five to a hundred and something dollars, depending on what kind of add-ons you want and stuff. There are always special editions and all kinds of stuff that they'll probably be. You know, I think one aspect that probably won't be in the game that I think would be a little disappointing, but I don't know how they would do it, is all-time teams. That was a really fun feature back in the old games because you could be, you know, you'd have a team with Matt Jones and Darren McFadden and, um, you know, all, all the Dan Hampton, all the Razorback greats. Wow. Uh, all on one team, and you could play some other team like that, but I don't see how they would do that. I mean, I can't imagine that Patrick Mahomes would be like, uh, for Texas Tech, to be like, yeah, 600 bucks. <laughs> he might. <laughs> you know. you know, hey, those guys, they love these games, too. They might just say, hey, fine, good. Okay, I'm, I'm so the, somebody comparable to Ed O'Bannon situation who's, um, you know, working a regular job and never yeah. made it to the NBA, who started this whole thing. Six hundred bucks that he never that it's six hundred or nothing, right? You get something. Yeah. Well, maybe. I don't and know. And your kid, and your kid. Now that you're out of out of that, your kids get to see you play. That's a pretty big deal too, right? Yeah, but wouldn't you be also be talking about eleven thousand players or something? Not well, not eleven thousand. I don't know how many. Oh, you have on your all-time you'd be talking teams, about millions. You'd be talking yeah. about another six point six million oh, minimum. Gosh. Yeah. Right. So. Probably not going to have all-time teams. Probably, Probably not right. going to have era teams. Like, they'd have best teams from the 90s, best teams from the 80s, you know, all those types of things. So, um, probably not going to see that. Now, was that all on a separate game? No, it was all in the same game. Wow. Wow. Mm-hmm. Uh, I think you can tell Rick and I have never played the no. game. So. Well, it's, you guys generational. I mean, when Who I was a kid, it, it was up Hey, Pac-Man was big back then. Table sports games, where you use cards, at ball, yeah. baseball, or Stratomatic. Yeah. 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 All my friends with us, we were playing old school Nintendo, Mario's, Double Dribble, <laughs> all that stuff. Trey, we'll talk with you tomorrow. Stay up to date with the latest Razorback news with the Red White Report every weekday with Justin and Wes on The Zone. Brought to you by Big Old Tires with locations in Cabot and Conway. Watney Chevrolet is your destination for big Chevy savings. For a limited time, get a 2024 Equinox SUV for just $22,390. Or a roomier 2024 Tahoe SUV for just $65,499. Restrictions apply. So be sure to visit WatneyChevrolet.com to learn more about these big Chevy deals. Or stop by and see us at 1301 TP White Drive in Jacksonville for a test drive and more savings on your favorite Chevy models. Chevrolet. Together, let's drive. It's the Hot Springs Boat, Tackle, and RV Show this Friday, Saturday, and Sunday at the Hot Springs Convention Center. Nearly 200 boats and RVs on display at discounted show prices. Spend an evening with James Taylor and his all-star band. The American Icon is back on tour Friday, June 14th, Simmons Bank Arena. The multiple Grammy Award winning James Taylor and a night full of his biggest hits. Tickets on sale Friday at 10 a.m. at Ticketmaster. Spend the night with a friend. James Taylor. Produced by Outback Presents. This is the Pigskin Preacher bringing you the word. There's tough. And then there's former Razorback Frank Ragnow. The Detroit Lions All-Pro Center, the anchor of the team's assembly line, has battled a variety of injuries throughout the season. In the playoff game versus Tampa Bay, he suffered a devastating-looking hit to his leg, but he refused to sit out, saying, I just take a lot of pride in being out there for the guys, being out there for the city. I don't want to be that guy who gets paid and is not out there doing stuff. Frank Ragnow is a credit to Arkansas, and a credit to Detroit. Double B's and Rosebud serves up hot plate lunches and excellent hamburgers. If you're in Clinton or Cabot, Double B's there features Baskin-Robbins ice cream. Treat yourself today. Double B's. It's where you gas it, grab it, and go.
That's Double Beast. Sumo 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 is Arkansas's first ever exhibition of sumo wrestling featuring the world's largest sumo, Hiroki, who stands 6'4", 580 pounds. Featured in the movie John Wick 4, he will go belly to belly against a 6'4", 500 pound Raimi and Mindy, who is 5'10 and weighs 330 pounds. In addition, they will wrestle celebrities Roger Scott, Heather Baker, and Don Gooch. All the action will be in Hot Springs at the Bank OZK Arena on March 3rd at 6 p.m. Tickets can be purchased at www.hotsprings.com. Is your Oaklawn Thoroughbred racing action so close you can feel it? Or is it the view from your trackside luxury suite? However you like it, racing season is often running at Oaklawn with live races every weekend through May 4th. It's fun by the furlong all season long. Make your reservations today at oaklawn.com. What's your Oaklawn? Gambling problem? Call 1-800-522-4700. Welcome back to Drive Time Sports, live from the Eat My Catfish studios, where it's much like any of the seven Eat My Catfish locations, minus the always fresh, delicious food options like the family-packed catfish dinners. Been imitated but never duplicated. This is Drive Time Sports with Randy Rainwater on the Buzz Radio Network. Speaking of uh, all-time greats, all-time teams, how about the all-time greatest special? How about the dinner for two at the Riverfront Steakhouse for sixty dollars? That's an all-time special. That's an all-time deal. Because you can't find anything like it. Example. Dinner for two means you're going to get the Riverfront Salad Bar for two. You're going to get an entree that consists of a 10-ounce filet that's cooked to your perfection. And for the Double F, that's the Frank Fletcher fried shrimp that are simply humongous. And then you get to pick from two sides, whether it be that canoe or that NFL size baked potato or the fantastic hibachi fried rice with chicken, onion rings, mashed potatoes, spinach supreme, french fries, zucchini, or the fresh wild mushrooms all time special all time best deal the dinner for two for $60 at the Riverfront Steakhouse in North Little Rock just make your reservation right now tonight tomorrow night Saturday night got the option and you ask for Shapur 371 9,000, 371 which he will treat you like royalty, like family. You'll be first name basis before the night's over. And that is the best service combined with the best special of all time a dinner for two for $60 at the Riverfront Hotel in North Little Rock at the Riverfront Steakhouse. Make your reservation now. 371 9,000. 371. 9,000. Well, there he is. Chris Turnage, our NFL agent and guru. Chris, what's happening? Hey, Randy. Hey, Rick. Hope you guys are having a uh, good day. I'm, I'm uh, getting rained on here in Hot Springs a little bit, but uh, other than that, everything's going well. And what are you doing in Hot Springs today? Well, um, get to relax a little bit, um, so back home and uh, relaxing, and then head out Monday for Indianapolis for the combine. Ah, okay. So five Razorbacks there. Any of them have a chance to get drafted? Yeah, um, I definitely think you could see a combination of of any of those five. Frankly, um, you know, you've got two defenders, two offensive linemen, and then Cam Little as a kicker. Um, this year is very interesting. There's actually a lower amount of guys that entered in the draft this year, largely because of NIL and those kinds of things. And so whereas 
couple years ago, you set an all-time record with 127 underclassmen entering the draft. And I think this year, to put it in perspective, there's like 53. Wow. Um, underclassmen entering, yeah. So um, everything that teams are saying is that you can see a lot of guys that don't necessarily have draftable grades get drafted in those sixth and seventh rounds um, because teams just kind of run out of guys with draft grades. And so then they draft guys that they don't want to fight for, you know, in free agency. And so um, based on that and then, you know, each of the five, I can make a compelling argument as to why, and, and certainly some teams like them. Um, so, yeah, I do, I do think you'll see one or two um, out of that combination get drafted. Which ones? I, I think that's up in the air, and a lot will be determined next week at the Combine. Um, but I do think you'll see uh, see one or two of those guys get drafted. Okay, we're a long way from the draft then. Who do you think the first quarterback to be drafted will be? I think, I think Caleb uh, Williams is going to be the first quarterback. Um, I don't necessarily agree with that, but I think the you know the buzz is pretty real about him, and and I do feel like you see a lot, this a lot in NFL circles with with groupthink, and I think that's actually kind of a problem. But everybody, you know, the media, everybody starts talking and uh, kind of oh this is the guy, and then I feel like GMs kind of start hearing that and thinking oh this is the guy. So so I do think you're going to see. Um, you know, Caleb Williams as, as the first quarterback, uh, you know, probably number one overall. You think whoever drafts him is going to have to say, look, if we sign you, you're not getting a piece of the team? <laughs> exactly, yeah. You know, it's interesting. I do know that is a that is actually a concern with teams because, you know, you got Tom Brady's, Peyton Manning's, Dan Marino, and it's like this guy thinks he deserves more than all those guys. <laughs> you know yeah. what those guys got? Um, yeah. And wants, uh, wants a part of the team as a rookie. Um, so I do think that's a question that he's going to have to answer, um, you know, going into this into this process, um, especially at the combine. Is you know, hey, is this going to be? Uh, do you do you think you're better than the team? Do you think you're bigger than the team than those that have come before you? You know, is this going to be a problem that we have to constantly address? So I do think, um, I, I do think there's questions to be answered there, especially off the field. So do you think, Chris, that is agent? Motivated, or do you think that is actually something Caleb Williams has thought his way through? Now, I want a piece of an NFL franchise. They better give it to me. Is that more agent, you think, driven than it is through Caleb Williams himself? Well, in this case, I think it's 100% Caleb because he doesn't have an agent. Huh? Um, he really? is said he's, he's going to try the journey alone without having an agent. Um, and what I would tell you is... As a first, second overall pick, you don't necessarily need an agent to help get you drafted, um, but you do need an agent to help control some of those narratives. Exactly what you're talking about, you know, is hey, if Caleb said this, we got to help talk to teams and walk it back. We got to help mm-hmm. Caleb through the interview process to make sure he goes number one and not fall to number two or three that Drake May or you know somebody else jumps in front of him. And so um, it's an interesting, it's an interesting choice. I mean, he's not going to go beyond three or four, he's not going to fall that far, but um, it is an interesting choice sometimes. And and then when you start the negotiation, while some of it, there's a lot of it that's locked in on a rookie scale, but there's a lot of room for negotiations on certain things. And so um, it'll be interesting. But to answer your question, you know, Randy, in this, in this time frame, it's got to be him because he wow. doesn't have an agent. Didn't realize that. All right, Justin Fields has taken uh, his, I, I don't know if his Twitter, Instagram, or whatever it is, but... He has unfollowed the uh, Chicago Bears. Do the Bears pay attention to that? The front office, they, I mean, does that actually matter to the front office whether or not he is withdrawn following that particular team? That's who he's playing with right now. He's just saying, I want this over. I don't think it matters whether they follow him or not, but I think reporters always bring it up, like in press conferences or whatever, so they definitely know about it. Um, and I think at least the sign is like, okay, he doesn't want to be here. Uh, but at the same time, we have his rights, and if we want him here, he'll be here. You know, um, So I, I don't know that it matters too much, but that's kind of the, the – I think the, the, the Vogue in Vogue thing now for players is to strip their Instagram of the team or, or not follow when they want – you know, when they're unhappy mm-hmm. or something. And so uh, – that is at least a sign. And I think, look, all signs point to them trading Justin Fields um, and drafting a quarterback first overall. So Justin is probably tired of hearing that. Sure. You know, that, hey, you're, you're just kicking me to the curb. And so I, I, 
I'm going to kick you guys to the curb kind of thing. But isn't it the Bears that really are stirring the stick in this case? Because all they got to do is say, okay, we want you to be our quarterback. But I guess from a negotiating standpoint, if they throw the, the chip down that they're going to trade him, that kind of diminishes what I guess the Bears think they might be able to get in in regards to a trade in return. Yeah, I think it's kind of a little bit of gamesmanship. You know, the Bears, unfortunately, they've been put on the spot. I mean, it's tough. You ask the head coach, you ask the GM, um, you know, and I heard Ryan Poles say, hey, Justin Fields absolutely improved. He absolutely played some good football for us last year. Does he still have, you know, areas to improve? Yes. Uh, we, we've got to evaluate all options. So I, I don't know that, you know, it's tough when you when you get asked point blank by a reporter, how do you answer that? Mm-hmm. Um, and I think, you know, Poles and the head coach have answered it honestly, but – at the same time, I think the yeah the writing's on the wall to say yeah Justin Fields is going to be gone. But to your point, Randy, they can't just come out and say, "Hey, we're 100 percent trading him," because then the other teams know it's kind of a fire sell and they're not going to have to pay as much, and that ultimately they would take whatever they can get, you know, at the end of the day. And I think you're going to see. I don't think you'll get a first round pick for him. I think you're going to see a third round and maybe another package, maybe fourth, fifth, or um, a third round that triggers to a second. You know, if he throws for X number of yards, something like that. So that's where I think you'll kind of see it. And uh, I think Las Vegas has Atlanta as the the number one uh, landing spot or the favorite landing spot right now. Um, But I think you could see see several potential, you know, suitors, whether it be Vegas, um, Atlanta, maybe even the Patriots, something like that. He's a perfect example of why when you draft somebody number one, you don't say, well, he's a perfect fit for us. Mm -hmm. You just don't know, do you? I mean, you just don't know. Exactly. Yep, exactly. That's right. I would exactly guess. Right. That's what I always do find funny, the, the videos of the draft, you know, when they draft somebody and they're high five oh, yeah. and they're hugging yeah. and they're so ecstatic. And it's like, man, you could be getting rid of this guy in two years, you know, <laughs> yeah. like you're so ecstatic right now. And like you said, he's the perfect fit. Uh, but uh, are you, are you going to be that excited, you know, two, three years from now? Chris, when you, when you look at the free agent market, how does that affect someone like a Justin Field? Because you got a Kirk Cousins. I don't think there's going to be a huge demand, maybe except as a backup. I can see that maybe the Jets uh, going for a guy like Ryan Tannehill as a backup to uh, potentially Aaron Rodgers. But how does that affect uh, the quarterback market for someone like Justin Fields? Yeah, no, I think that's a dramatic uh, – that has a dramatic impact because – you know, to your point, Randy, if if Kirk Cousins, if Atlanta goes and says, hey, let's go get Kirk Cousins, then obviously one of the biggest potential landing spots for Justin Fields goes off the board. Mm-hmm. And so, um, you know, do you have a team that's going to go in and say, we're going to go trade for Justin Fields and say he's our starter no matter what? Or do you have a team like Pittsburgh that's going to say, we'll go get Justin Fields and let him and our two other quarterbacks, Kenny Pickett and Mason Rudolph, fight it out, you know, for the mm-hmm. starter? I mean, it's it, so it changes it a lot because there's only – so many starting jobs out there. Um, so I do think it changes a lot. I think, to your point, I would much rather have Ryan Tannehill as a backup to Aaron Rodgers than Zach Wilson. Um, you know, Tannehill has, has, has won some games, proved capable. So I do think you'll see a market for him as a quality backup. Um, but, yeah, I don't think anybody's going to go get Tannehill as a starter and, and you know, anoint him that way. All right. The uh, market we saw last year get totally – turned upside down well i guess really over the last couple of years i'm talking about the running back market and here you got a guy like uh derrick henry who basically is being cast to the side uh, by the tennessee titans is there going to be a market for someone like a derrick henry there will absolutely be a market i don't think it's going to be the market that he likes <laughs> um as far in terms of dollars and and zeros and commas behind that. Um, I, I think there absolutely will be a market. You're going to see someone, you know, absolutely come pay, and you're probably going to see the contract very heavily front-loaded that the team can get out in the back end pretty easily without, you know, big guaranteed money or cap hits after year two or three. All right, hang on, Chris. We've got one more segment with our NFL agent and guru. That is Chris Turnage. Drive Top Sports will continue in a moment. Listen for Coach Kevin Kelly Wednesdays during the Zone presented by the Little Rock Athletic Club. An all-indoor pickleball facility coming soon to Little Rock Athletic Club online at LRAC.com. 
I'm Supreme Court Justice Barbara Webb, and I'm excited to announce my candidacy for the position of Chief Justice. From private practice to prosecuting attorney to justice on the Supreme Court, my over four decades of courtroom experience have more than prepared me for this opportunity. I'll be an experienced and prepared Chief Justice with a fresh perspective on how to tackle our biggest problems. And that's exactly what our Kansans deserve. I'll focus on reducing case backlogs, expanding public access to the court, and modernizing our current systems and processes to save time and create efficiencies. Most importantly, I will uphold the rule of law and protect our Constitution. That's what I've done my entire life, and that's what I'll do as your next Chief Justice. With your support, I will continue to be a fair and independent voice that all our Kansans can trust. Remember, early voting begins February 20th, and Election Day is March 5th. Paid for by the Barbara Webb for Chief Justice Committee. Stacked Commercial Truck and Trailer has five service trucks available providing you on-site service to get you back on the road. If that doesn't do it, Stacked has a new state-of-the-art 13-bay shop for service and repair on all Class A trucks, trailers, RVs, light and medium-duty commercial vehicles, tires, brakes, AC, engine repair, transmissions, differentials, and driveline repair. Stacked Commercial Truck and Trailer Repair. Get stacked two miles off 530 exit 34 in Washington. When you do something for over 45 years, you get really good at it. Like Dave here. He's been playing dominoes for over 45 years. With a flick of a forefinger, he can make a row of dominoes pop popcorn. Send an email. And run the pool table. Well played, Dave. We're a lot like Dave playing dominoes, except we do it with insurance. Williamson Insurance, protecting your business and your family for over 45 years. Currents issued by Sutton Bank and Celtic Bank members of DIC terms and conditions apply. The needs of modern businesses are always changing, but corporate cards haven't evolved in decades. Until now. Meet Ramp, the all-in-one finance platform that combines corporate cards with spend management software. Ramp is the only card designed to actually help your business spend less, not more. With Ramp, you can set custom controls to stop out-of-policy spend before it even happens. And Ramp software even does expense reports for you. No more manual entries, no more chasing receipts. And with best-in-class accounting integrations, you'll close your books in days, not weeks. Ramp gives you better insights and a real-time view of all company spend so you can stay focused on the big picture and build a healthier business. Join over 15,000 businesses who have switched to Ramp and start saving an average of 5%. Modern finance runs on Ramp. And now get $250 when you join Ramp. Just go to ramp.com slash sports. That's R-A-M-P dot com slash sports. Live from the Eat My Catfish studios, you feed your crave for sports by listening to Drive Time Sports. Much like you feed your crave at any of the seven Eat My Catfish locations. The number one sports radio show in Arkansas, Drive Time Sports, on the Buzz Radio Network. Drive Time Sports and the Buzz Radio Network. Rick Schaefer, I'm Randy Rainwater. In a moment, we'll be rejoined by Chris Turnage, our NFL agent and guru. How about cash for home improvements? You know, a great way to do that is with First Security and their home equity line of credit. You'll get a low rate. You'll deal with local people you know and trust. And you can use those funds for home improvements. Gary and I have uh, done a lot to our home thanks to the home equity line of credit. And what about debt consolidation? That's another option. Maybe you want that dream vacation. Now may be the perfect time for that. And if you got a youngster about to graduate from high school, maybe the thought of college tuition. Just some of the options you can take advantage of with the home equity line of credit from First Security Bank. It's pretty simple. We went through the process, Gary and I did, and uh, was able to get the necessary funds. We wanted to upgrade the kitchen, the dining room. There's a lot of things we wanted to do, and thank goodness it was so simple to go through our local banker, that's old Patrick, and uh, get the deal done and get the cash that we needed to do those home improvements. That is First Security Bank, member FDIC, equal housing lender, only in Arkansas. That's First Security Bank. 
And let's talk with uh, Robert. Never mind. Didn't want to talk to Robert. Um, let's see. This from our live feed feedback says Justin Fields. The interview is available for the entire world to watch. He said he unfollowed the Bears and the NFL because he didn't want to read about it in his feed while on vacation. Made it clear, though, he wants to remain as a Chicago Bear. Hmm. Okay. So. Well, good. Good luck. Have that clarified. Good luck. Yeah. Uh, This uh, from our Southern Structural Solutions uh, buzz text line. Chris, this from the... 716 all the way up in the great state of New York. What are the Bills? What are the Bills going for with Stefan Diggs? What are they going to do with Stefan Diggs? You know, there's been a lot of speculation about that. I mean, you look a couple years ago, Stefan Diggs was regarded as a top five receiver in the league. He's still highly regarded. However, if you look at the, I think it was the last eight games um, without a 100 yard game in the regular season at least. And so, you know, there are a lot of people who were felt like he was underperforming, underachieving. There was some um, him being disgruntled a little bit um, in the media. And so I, I could see the Buffalo Bills trading him. Um, he is a, still a very, very good receiver. I, I wouldn't be shocked to see something develop like that. Um, however... Uh, at the same time, he is a, he is still a true number one guy, um, and you know the Bills aren't just going to give him away. It's not to the point where they're saying, "Give us a six rounder just to get rid of him" type scenario. So uh, that will be interesting to watch. They do have a little bit of cap issues. Buffalo does, and they do need some heavy retooling on the defensive front um, because of what they're going to lose in free agency and those kinds of things. So I think that's one one thing to watch uh, to see what happens. You know, if they do make a move, but I wouldn't be shocked to see that. Do you think he may have lost a little bit of that twitch this past season? Uh, it used to be he could make people just basically tackle air. He didn't seem to have that same elusive skill set this past year. Do you think that was part of why his production went down, Chris? Yeah, I, I agree 100% with you, Randy. I think he definitely looked different. Now, whether that was because of injury, whether that was because uh, he was not interested, whatever. I, I agree mm-hmm. with you. I do think he had lost a little bit of that. Um, and, you know, NFL teams have always said, and when I was first in the business, I would ask questions to try to learn, you know, what NFL teams look for. General managers, everybody's always told me at the skill positions, you see it very, very quickly go, um, like almost overnight type. You know, running back that once had the burst, all of a sudden looks like he can't get through the line, those kinds of things. And so I'm not saying he's there yet, but he definitely did look like that, Randy. I agree with you that he lost a little bit of that burst, a little of the wiggle um, that made him, you know, so so good. Yeah, super dangerous. Uh, this from our um, uh, this again from the Southern Structural Solutions Buzz text line. Chico in Pine Bluff says, "Just started listening. What do you think about Derrick Henry going to the Cowboys?" You know, I, it's interesting. I read the draft experts, Clark, uh, no, what's his name, Watkins, that writes for the uh, Dallas Morning News. Cal- and, Calvin Watkins. Yeah, Calvin Watkins. Yep. I, you know, I read their stuff and all the others. And Man, you better not be drafting old Derrick Henry to these Cowboys. They need something different. That's an old retread tire. You know, again, I, I, I do think the Cowboys would have a little bit of interest in Derrick Henry if the price were right. I don't think they're going to want to pay what Derrick Henry wants um, in terms of that. Teams have, have proven and proven that you can win without spending a ton of money at the running back position or without drafting high at the running back position. Um, you know, the the majority of majority of plays run, you know, in the NFL were passes. Uh, that that has flipped, you know, a long time ago. It was always the majority was runs. And so teams have proven that. I don't think you're going to see – the Cowboys go crazy now. If you get Derrick Henry and he comes in at four or five million dollar range for a year or two, I think yeah, you'd see him interested. I don't think you're going to see the Cowboys go after Derrick Henry uh, for the nine ten million dollar range. Um, I, I don't I don't believe they could, but I don't I don't think that uh, you'll see that. 
Let's try Woo Pig. Woo Pig, good afternoon. You have a question or comment for Chris. Is this Chris, uh, the guy that knows everything about the NFL? That is him. Yeah, that's right. <laughs> Maybe, ho- hopefully. Yeah. Well, who's got the number one pick? The Bears. And they go pick them or not? Uh, I think they will pick there, yes. I believe they're going to use that number one pick on a quarterback. Well, they sound like they're going to try to trade fields off. Correct. That's that's what I believe will happen right as of this moment as we sit here, Woo Pig. I believe they're going to trade fields and then draft a quarterback with the number one overall pick. Now, Ohio State, he was he was the Caspial with Ohio State, and uh, but the Bears, you, you got to have a team around you. You got to have your front line, your your defensive people, and the Bears have always been a pretty good defensive team. Now, who's number nine? Is that their next pick? I believe that is correct. Yeah, they have two in the top ten, and I believe the second one is number nine. And uh, what are they picking? Well, now that's that's a really good question, Woo Pig. I think a lot of that's going to depend on what happens two through eight, um, and you could see them trade out of that and get a ton more picks if you know if somebody is there. I think you'll probably, if they stay at nine, as of right now, I think you're probably going to see them draft another offensive guy. As you mentioned, their defense is actually pretty good. I think you'd probably see them go for another defensive player, I mean offensive player, excuse me, there, whether it be offensive lineman or a skill position uh, receiver to, to give that offense some life. So if they stay well, the at nine, as of this moment. Go ahead. The Bears haven't won since Super Bowl Twenty. I think they got to do a double picker and do good, you know? You've seen what's happened. You know, the Houston Texans last year went back-to-back, took C.J. Stroud, Offensive Rookie of the Year, Will Anderson, Defensive Rookie of the Year. Mm-hmm. I mean, that is the kind of impact you need to have when you're drafting two picks in the top ten. So I agree. They need to hit on both of them, but they can literally change the direction of their franchise if they do hit on both of them, like, you know, much like the Houston Texans did. I really wanted to talk about Arkansas basketball, but I'll save that for another day. You're on a roll, man. I always enjoy listening to you. <laughs> Thank you very much. Thank you, Woo Pig. This is on a roll. Wow. I'm not yeah, kidding. boy. He ought to be on a roll every week because he knows everything about the NFL. <laughs> Woo Pig just said that, right? I mean, I keep waiting for Rick to ask the question, are the Cowboys going to draft another quarterback? <laughs> no. I'm disappointed no. he hadn't asked that. Why would they do that? They love good regular seasons. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Well, Mike McCarthy would just like a contract extension, I'm sure, right now, just to uh, so he well, can sleep a little bit. I don't think he's going to get that. He's not yeah. going. It doesn't look he's, like he's going to get he's that. Got, he's got a year. He's going to be grateful he's got that. Exactly. Ooh. Yep. Exactly. Three straight twelve win seasons. That's not enough. What, with what? One playoff win. <laughs> I don't care whether the Cowboys win one ever, but I know you care, Rick. All right, Chris, always a pleasure. Thank you, Chris Sternage, our NFL agent and guru. Coming up next, Joseph Pinion. Drive Time Sports will continue in a moment. Chevrolet is your destination for big Chevy savings. For a limited time, get a 2024 Equinox SUV for just $22,390. Or a roomier 2024 Tahoe SUV for just $65,499. Restrictions apply. So be sure to visit GuatneyChevrolet.com to learn more about these big Chevy deals. Or stop by and see us at 1301 TP White Drive.